0: 98 FM it's a Saturday social with Rachel now a new book is exploring lost buildings and iconic institutions around the country including right here in Dublin and joining me now is the author of that book historian Orla Fitzpatrick Orla tell me a bit about the book and where the idea came about.
1: Well, the idea of the book is to show buildings that no longer exist. So I'm looking for photographs of interesting buildings, be they pubs, uh, hotels, landmarks, and for good photographs of them and then to use them to discuss the city and the built environment. And uh, where we are now with planning and where we were in the past and uh, that kind of thing. So we have to have a good photograph as the starting yeah. point.
0: Photographs are key. And I think anyone, even if you're not interested in history, I think it's a really good way to look into the past. More so than, than just reading about somewhere. It's nice to be able to to visualise, have a bit of a window into the past. Do you think it's, you know, it's important to kind of capture these places that have kind of disappeared and to kind of pass them on to the next generation?
1: Definitely. And I've worked in a lot of photographic archives. And what I wanted to show was photographs maybe that people hadn't seen that much of that were less well known. Um, There are 250 photographs in the book. So I trawled through the archives of the National Library, uh, UCD, Dublin City Council Libraries. So I was trying to bring a good spread uh, and to show little quirky buildings, buildings that may not have been Big landmarks, occupied small spaces, but we forget so quickly what was in a space once it's built over.
0: That is so true, Orla. Just the other day, I was driving past Dundrum Town Centre with my boyfriend, who didn't grow up here, and he was saying, oh, what was there before the town centre? And I was like, God, I actually don't remember. And I mean, I I was born I was alive but I can't visualize because now I'm just so used to the centre being there so you're absolutely dead right we do tend to forget very very quickly and um, so I know you've kind of talked about places all around Ireland but um, is was there any particular Dublin places that you found that you thought were interesting?
1: Well I have a few I'm from Stony Batter and okay. I would have hung out in town quite a lot when I was younger and still work there so I have a few that um, really appealed to me such as the Dublin Bread Company which uh, was on uh, O'Connell Street then Sackville Street and it was a six story building built in the beginning of the 20th century oh my gosh. and it only lasted for 15 years but it had a Different floors had different vibes and different feelings. It had uh, smoking rooms, viewing rooms, a pagoda-type top. uh, And there were three or four different chess clubs that ran out of it. So it was a real hangout and a real place where people visited and it was destroyed in nineteen sixteen. Oh, uh, and they never never brought it back? They didn't. It was part of a chain called the D B C. It's actually mentioned in Ulysses book Mulligan oh. refers to it as um damn bad cakes. Uh so <laughs>
0: the, Dublin cha- Bread Ch- Company. the Dublin Bread Company w- But yeah. was it like a like a like a club, like a gentleman's club. It was kind a of? bit more
1: like Bewley's maybe, or that sort of quite a continental feel to oh. it. And each floor had a different design and different uh, interior. And uh, there was another branch on Marion Street, so there were actually branches up until the nineteen sixties. Oh
0: my God, that sounds amazing! I think they yeah. should bring that back. I think that it would do very well in this yeah, climate. Yeah, the
1: idea, nice feel that you could drop in for a game of chess. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Go up to the viewing terrace and a and bit see of the bread. Of the city. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love that one. Uh, where? What else did you discover? Uh, maybe around the sub. Was, was there anything around there that, that's kind of disappeared that people have forgotten about?
1: Well, the Tala Aerodrome was something that I knew absolutely nothing oh. about um, which was built during... World War One, so very early. And I think Collinstown was the other one. They were built to a template and um, there were quite a lot of different buildings on it. Uh, There was a photographic studio. People were posted from England to that space and then it became a chocolate factory afterwards, Ernie's Chocolate Factory, and now it's an industrial estate. So that was something that the structures were quite temporary. But it um, was very important at one stage, strategically important. And it's completely gone now. And now
0: it's completely gone. And when you mention these kind of really iconic places in Dublin that have kind of just disappeared, I'm sure there's different reasons. But what were the reasons that they've kind of gone? Was it money things? Was it just, you know, fashion? Or was there is there a variety of reasons why they've kind of disappeared?
1: Well, I think these things happen in waves. And development and uh, the idea of office space is one thing that seems to have precipitated the the death of quite a lot of buildings Mm. and um, what's interesting and what I've noticed is that some of these buildings were around for 200 years, replaced in the 60s or 70s Mm. and now we're having another incarnation of them. So the turnaround has accelerated and things aren't lasting as long so more profit has to be made of that space and we can go higher. So Mm. we're seeing a speeding up which you've got to think of from an environmental point of view can't be good. I I try to use these photographs of the past to discuss the future discuss where we're going now and
0: speaking of the present and the future are there any buildings in Dublin at the moment like really iconic ones that you know you'd be worried about if we were to lose them like I'm thinking of the likes of the Shelburne like are there certain places you you think will always stay or is, is every building almost at risk for one reason or another
1: well in a way I have a affection for maybe the less noticeable are non-listed buildings Mm -hmm. and how I'm from Manor Street as I say, Stony Batter and I don't think that many of the buildings on that strip are listed and it could very easily lose that village feel that it has so it doesn't really take much to alter that feel and I know that there are different height restrictions now and Mm. there are pressure pressures on housing and all of this has to be considered it's all in the mix yeah yeah Um, so it's more more sort of little shops and things like obviously you can't you know lobby or stop people doing what they want with building but maybe more appreciation and Mm -hmm. education Um, and if we begin to look at what makes Dublin unique I mention um in the book these um ornate uh toilets, urinals that were bought oh, in for lovely. the 1932 World Fair. <laughs> and actually, I spoke to somebody recently whose father bought one of them and has it as a Xabo, a sort of garden oh ornament God, now. Oh, my amazing. But street furniture and curbs and the things that, you know, really give Dublin its distinct feel. Mm.
0: So where can people head along to get the book or find out more about yourself?
1: Well, it's in... Um, it's in most bookshops. It's in Eason's. All, All good bookshops. Isn't that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Eason's, Kenny's have it online.
0: Well, Orla Fitzpatrick, the author of Lost Ireland, thank you very much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM. Thank you very much.